whenever Moeller and the Comets of Mason High School come together. These two teams very familiar with each other, big-time rivals here in the city of Cincinnati, two of the best teams in the city year in and year out. They met twice a year ago with Moeller winning both, the last one being in the district final, which ended the Mason Comets season. Mason comes into today off of a season-opening win, 3-2 to two over Springboro, and they are also the defending Greater Miami Conference champions. Moeller, a very entertaining but hard-fought win over Loveland last Saturday, 1-0 the final. Logan Peters, the only tally in that game, and a very tightly defense contest that one was. And speaking of that, we got to talk to the head coach, Mike Welker. He'll be here with Rob Ebel just after the break, and we'll get his thoughts on that one and also look ahead to tonight. It's Moeller and Mason here at ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. Crusaders go on the road for the second match of the season here at Mason. Coach, real quick, uh, Loveland, nice victory to start the season 1-0. You had to be pleased with your with your club. Yeah, uh, you know, I think in our four years of coaching varsity, I told the guys, you know, not state, not, you know, any other other success we had. I was the most proud I've ever been after that game. I thought from start to finish, we, you know, we gave it our all. Um, I think that's huge. You know, our work rate will define how far we go this season. So. Fantastic win against a tough Tigers club. Let's transition into tonight's always tough match against the Mason Comets here at Mason. Great venue. Should be a lot of fun tonight. Yeah, I mean, if we don't, um, you know, this is the game, right? So, you know, when you are at this field, under the lights, like this is what, this is why we play this game. It's why we love to play them. It's why they love to play us. Two best teams in the city, or at least top five teams in the city. You know, this would be, there'll be a lot of fans here tonight. Um, it's exactly what we want when uh, we put on the schedule. So it should be fun. Based on what they're going to deliver to you, who, who's going to excel tonight for the Crusaders, coach? Uh, who will excel? Well, I think, you know, after what we saw last week, um, our defense needs to be great again. You know, they have uh, Ben Damji up top, who is going to UK. He's a D1 player. Uh, so we really need our defense to step up. I think we're, you know, expecting Lawson and Jake to have big games tonight. You know, offensively, um, we're hoping that Sammy and Cade and Parker and Bugatta and, you know, maybe Christian off the bench um, continue to give us a lot of good looks. So uh, we're ready. I know mean, it'll, it'll be a fun one. It's going to be a fun one. Coach, go, go get number two, and uh, we'll touch, touch base. Awesome. Thank you. Accurate Masonry has over a decade of specialized experience with commercial masonry services. Just as important as our skills and professional focus is our dedication to customer service and satisfaction. Call our Cincinnati location today at 513-769-3300. That's 513-769-3300. Or visit our website at accuratemasonryllc.com to discuss your next project. Accurate Masonry, we're here to help. Budget Door of Cincinnati has you covered. We specialize in repair and installation of commercial doors, security gates, and dock levelers. 
With affordable rates, 24-hour commercial service, and free replacement quotes, Budget Door can help you with any of your dock or door projects. Have an issue with your home garage door or opener? Budget Door can help with that, too. Servicing the tri-state area for over 30 years, Budget Door offers quality service at a budget price. Call 513-851-6644 to schedule your door repair or replacement today. back to Mason High School, just about set for what should be a highly entertaining boys soccer showdown between Moeller and Mason. Both teams with season opening victories last week, as we talked about before the break. Mason with a 3-2 win over Springboro, and Moeller with a gritty 1-0 win over Loveland. And before we get started here with the actual match, let's get you the starting lineups. First, let's get the visiting Crusaders of Moeller High School. Wearing the white jerseys today with navy blue numerals lettering and gray shorts. A 5-4-1 setup for Mike Welker in his fourth year at the helm. The reigning GCL coach of the year, 41 wins, 12 losses, and 8 draws in that time. Of course, Cal Collins in net. We know that wasn't going to be a surprise here today. Collins, the senior, holds about every goalkeeping record there is at Moeller. And you take a look back at the district final matchup between these two a year ago in which Moeller won 2-0. Collins had to make an incredible 14 saves in that match, kind of reminiscent of Tim Howard against Belgium back in the 2010 World Cup. So standing on his head that day, and he'll look to do it again here today against a very potent Mason offense that features University of Kentucky signee Ben Damji, who will not be in the starting lineup, but we'll likely see a lot of him here today. As I mentioned, a 5-4-1 setup for the Crusaders. Jake Renneker, Hogan Daly, Lawson Brandon, J.P. Bugatta, and Eric Bronner, your defenseman in the midfield, Connor Andrews, Charlie Niehaus, Parker Grinstead and Sam Heggie and Cade Tepe, the forward up top. Andrews and Tepe were the two goal scorers in that district final game last season, last postseason. These two teams actually met right at the top of the season a year ago as well. Moeller winning that one 2-1. to one. On the other side for the Mason Comets under Mike Combs in his second season, a 4-3-3 look today. Logan Ayers in net. He had three saves in a 3-2 Springboro win, so big, big-time performance for him, even though he did allow two goals, three saves. That's key in that regard. Colby Kramer, a defenseman, had two assists on the three goals. Evan Hancock, Micah McReynolds, and Gabe Marlowe, the other three defensemen for the Comets. In the midfield, Sam McKee had one of the goals in that win over Springboro. Michael Valkersell, beg your pardon, there he had an assist. Also, Matt Mesmer is your third midfielder. Up front, Sebastian Amaya moves from the midfield to the forward spot here today, and Max Brogan and also freshman Alan Kapich will get the start here today. Brogan and Kapich each scored in that match last week in the 3-2 win over Springboro. So a 4-3-3 look for Mason, 5-4-1 for the Crusaders of Moeller, and which should be a highly entertaining matchup. Much different temperature-wise than we had five days ago back at the Jerry, it is cool. It is in low to mid-70s today. It is overcast, and rain is a possibility here today. So we'll see how that plays in 
to this one. A big crowd, not only on the Moeller side of things, making the trip over to Mason, but also the Comets have packed their stands as well. A great crowd they've drawn here as well. As I mentioned, Moeller in the white jerseys today. Mason will go all black from head to toe. You can hear the chants. Moeller student contingent is across the way, as I mentioned. Mason will have their stands packed. This is always an exciting matchup between these two. From where we are across from the benches, Moeller will be going from right to left in this first half. And get a look here closest to us at Cal Collins in net for Moeller, wearing the neon green kit as always. And on the other side, Logan Ayers wearing all blue. These are two of the better teams in the Cincinnati area. A good test for both early on. The second straight game in which Moeller is facing a defending conference champion. Leveling the defending champs of the ECC from a year ago. Mason won the Greater Miami Conference last year. Went 8-1 in the league. And we'll look to see if we see how much we see it. Ben Damji for Mason. Again, did not see the field against Springboro. Not the starting lineup today. He is signed with the University of Kentucky in a year ago. What a year he had. 15 goals and 11 assists. Moeller will have the first touch as we are just about set ready to go with 40 minutes on the clock. Cade Tepe, Parker Grinstead right at midfield looking at the official who's looking at his watch. Thought was a possibility of moving up the start time by just a bit with the weather threat in the area. It's, it's very overcast at the moment. No rain or anything like that to speak of, but it is a possibility throughout the night. And we're still waiting for the signal. Moeller student contingent here. They're bouncing up and down on the opposite side bleachers. They're ready to go, and I'm sure at some point, because it's high school athletics, teams will have opposing chance going on at each other. Now Coach Welker has come onto the pitch, and he will draw his team in together. So not sure what the holdup is here as to why we are waiting. We are a couple of minutes before the top exactly the 7 o'clock hour, and that, perhaps that's what our officiating crew is awaiting. Still a terrific atmosphere here at Mason High School as Coach Walker has the shirt over his lips, doesn't want anybody to read what he's saying, a la the catchers and the pitchers in baseball when they have a meeting at the mound. Their huddle breaks, and it looks like we're just about set to get underway. Again, Moeller will go from right to left here in the first half. Official still looking at his watch. I think a minute or two of leeway would be all right here for most folks. But nevertheless, still, still looking. Both teams ready to go. A lot of guys bouncing around, keeping their legs loose. They're ready to play. Still looking at his watch. And it looks like he's about ready to signal Parker Grinstead to get this thing underway. And he does. And now we're ready to go. Grinstead with the tap back to Andrews. And Moeller controls it early on. 
in the middle. Hogan Daly, uh, right side to Lawson Brandon. Brandon picked up a yellow card in the win over Loveland last Saturday, so we'll keep an eye on that. Daly sends a shot up forward to Niehaus. Niehaus trying to track it down, can't do it. Sent back towards the midfield by Mason. Out of the control of Connor Andrews, now left side. Mason trying to make a charge here. Michael Valcarcel down the left side, and a whistle is called. And I believe we have a foul called against Moeller, which should result in a free kick for Mason. Moeller committed double digits in the terms of fouls five days ago against Loveland. And one is called here less than a minute into this contest. Colby Kramer will take the free kick for the Comets. Kramer, very playable ball, bodied into the middle, and they'll say the intended receiver of the pass was offside. That was Sebastian Amaya on the right side of the net. So Collins will take the free kick, and he'll send it exactly to midfield. It's headed by Sam McKee, and a foul going to be called once again on the Crusaders. As McKee was going up for it, it looked like he was grabbed from behind by Niehaus, so two fouls in the first 90 seconds for the Crusaders. A long pass tempted on the left sideline for Allen Kapich is beyond the end line, so it'll be a goal kick to Cal Collins. Very impressive to see Allen Kapich for the Comets to have a goal in his debut last week in the 3-2 win over Springboro, getting the start here today as a freshman. Collins with the kick out to the right side. The header attempt was missed by Bugatta, and Mason now has it. Amaya working on Brandon, slips it through to the middle. Cutting through and deflected out as Brogan was driving, lost it. Daly took care of it, now Lawson Brandon sends it forward, but may have been deflected. Mason picks it back up. Sam McKee lost it out to the far sideline, and Moeller will have it on a throw. Lawson Brandon will chuck it forward and has Tepe up there, challenged by two Comets, and it's eventually deflected to Niehaus. Now to Daly. Daly trying to send up the left sideline. Heggie nowhere near the area, and Evan Hancock will head it back to his keeper, Logan Ayers, and Ayers will wave everybody on forward. Ayers three saves in the 3-2 win over Springboro last week to get Mason's season off to a good start. Again, these are two of the better teams in the city of Cincinnati, and don't be surprised if they meet again in the postseason. Comets have it right into the middle. And working with it is Matt Messer. And now taken back for Moeller by Andrews. Back to Daly. Daly being harassed by Max Brogan. Sends it deep to Bronner. Right side, Lawson Brandon lost it. Turned over. Amaya working on the left side into the box. Sebastian Amaya trying to work his way in. Toe save by Cal Collins and cleared away by Connor Andrews. Nice job by Collins as Amaya had beaten Lawson Brand into the spot, and Collins had to come out and challenge and poked it away off to the side for a throw-in. So an early challenge for Collins. Remember, in the district final matchup a year ago, he had 14 saves. Only had to make one save the entire match against Loveland a week ago. Here he is challenged within the first four minutes. 36-20 on the clock, and we are scoreless. The ball was sent over the end line, so Collins now takes the free kick off the left side. And Heggie has it. Sam Heggie sends it down the left sideline. Nobody in particular sends it out into the Mason bench for a Comets throw-in. Throwing it in is Michael McReynolds, junior defenseman. 
Throws it near the midline, headed down the field, and eventually chased down by Daly as he sends it all the way back to Collins. Nice play there by Daly to cut off Max Brogan. Now Lawson Brandon with it right side. Moves around one man, going to have plenty of space to move in front. Still no one challenging him. He's at the midfield line, out to the wide side and an errant pass as he was looking for Christian Omer, who's into the game for the first time for the Crusaders. It's out for a Mason throw-in. Omer saw quite a bit of action in the opening match against Loveland off the bench, subbed in quite often, though. Pass intercepted by Connor Andrews, trying to feed it forward. Can't do it. Ball deflected by Hancock, sent forward. Daly sends it right back for Moeller. Both teams battling for it just on the either side, the far side of the Mason midfield line. Deep, Bronner has it. Daly, Hogan Daly, still evaluating. He'll send it down the pitch, but no Crusader in the area. Gabe Marlowe has it for the Comets. Tries it out the left side, a miss hit at that. Omer trying to pressure to keep possession. Slips through two men, but turns it over to the Comets. Amaya trying to navigate through, can't quite do it. Brogan also had a look at it. Brogan with it back, sends it down the left side. Amaya trying to chase it down before it goes out. He can't do it. It'll be a throw in for the Crusaders. With 34-35 remaining on the clock in the first half, and we'll have another sub in for Moeller as Charlie Niehaus, the freshman, heads out. And taking his place will be Trevor Morrison, the sophomore for the Crusaders. Brandon with the throw, headed back his way by Colby Kramer of Mason. Now touch forward towards the midfield line. Morrison headed it over to a teammate. Couldn't quite corral it, though. Now it's picked up by Matt Messer. Messer lost the tap. Now back to Moeller Grinstead. Parker Grinstead, first touch he's had today. Trying to head it forward. Can't do it. Well defensed by the Comets. Another header. Ball spending a lot of time on the air right now. And now move forward, and a foul is going to be called against Mason as Michael Valkersell just shoved Cade Tepe down from behind. And Andrews, I think, is trying to ask the official why not a card there because it looked like from our vantage point, I think Andrews as well, is that Valkersell didn't really make a play on the ball. He was just going through Tepe to get it. So about 10 yards in front of the midfield line, Parker Grinstead will take the free kick. Instead, curler towards the right side and over the top of Hogan Daly and beyond the end line. Nice idea there to get it to Daly, one of your taller players on the field, but Grinstead just had a little too much loft underneath it, and Ayers will have the, the kick for the Comets. Seven minutes into this one, and outside of that attempted run by Amaya, another team really threatened the goal. Moeller has not really even established much possession at this point, but you expect more of a defensive lineup from them with a 5-4-1 set anyway. Omer trying to chase down the right side. It's cleared out by Kramer. So a throw in about midway into Mason territory for Lawson Brandon. And how can Moeller get organized offensively on this sequence? Brandon with the throw in towards the top of the box. It's headed backwards off the back of Grinstead. Or excuse me, that was Tepe. And Ayers comes to clear it away. No harm done. Kick in midfield. Sent right back towards the box by Connor Andrews. And it'll be headed back to Ayers once again. Smart play by Evan Hancock as he had a Crusader chasing him from behind. On the left side. Could not be played by Sebastian Amaya. The ball is out for another Moeller throw in. 
still have yet to see Ben Damji for Mason, the future Kentucky Wildcat. Long throw and down the left side. It was intended for Tepe, went off of his knee and out. So Mason will have it in their own territory. Throw in, easily played off the chest by Renneker. Now moving forward to Sam Hagee on the left side. He's displaced. Nicely done by McKee out of the midfield, coming back to play a little defense. Andrews in the middle, wearing the captain's sleeve, trying to navigate through, working against McKee behind his back, and eventually found its way to Grinstead, and a whistle is called, and a foul is going to be called in favor of Moeller. Grinstead doesn't like it because he had clearance for a run on the left side of the 18, but instead it'll be another free kick for the Crusaders off of the Comets' foul. Grinstead, we could see it back on Saturday against Loveland, just itching for a chance to get something going towards the net. He had the assist on the lone goal, but really couldn't get his own offensive game going much. He will take the free kick here. About eight yards out of the left side of the 18. A low screamer to the middle. Not a good attempt at all that time by Grinstead. It's easily cleared out by McKee. Grinstead has to go back near to midfield and sends it back to Bronner. Grinstead, left side. Heggie couldn't really be aggressive to play it. Now Tepe, deep on the left side. Trying to cross through. Kate Tepe evaluating. Still, a lob up to the, to the top, and Grinstead tried to sneak it. I don't know if it was going for the back post for a header or maybe just trying to get cheeky with a play on net, but whatever it was, it was well wide and beyond the end line. It'll be a goal kick. So better offensive set the last couple of minutes for the Crusaders, but still no harm done to the Comets. Ten minutes gone by. 30 minutes remain here in the first half. What a terrific crowd we have here at Mason High School. That's the Moeller student section, by the way, that you hear. And they're across the way from where we are up in the press box. So you can t they're into this. Andrews with a second header trying to move forward to Tepe. It's cleared out by Marlowe. And eventually sent back down towards Ayers by Trevor Morrison of Moeller. And Ayers just scoops it up and will send it forward with the boot. Near the midfield line, Amaya challenged by Renneker. Mason, can they finally settle it down? Yes, they can. McReynolds into the middle. Now left side of McKee. He has room to evaluate in the midfield, trying to get it out left side to Amaya. Amaya really a, a hybrid between the midfield and the forward spot. He's listed as a forward today, but plays quite often in that midfield. Dangerous pass. Hancock had to come up to knock that one. Otherwise, Tepe may have had a break on the other side. Lawson Brandon has it for Moeller. Brandon up the right side, sends it right to Marlowe. Into the middle, Andrews with the header forward, taken down and away by Valkersell. Sent by Mason deep towards the net. Cal Collins will come out and take it at the top of the 18. No harm done. So tough defense playing on both sides thus far in this matchup. Very similar to what we saw Moeller do against Loveland. Mason now with the takeaway, trying to move on the break. Brogan, now right side. Max Brogan, nice move back to the inside. Eventually tapped back to Amaya. Amaya on the right side right now. Had been playing mostly on the left. Brogan being chased by Renneker. Brogan into the middle. Nobody, hit, nobody there for it. Bronner sends one sky high. It's headed back by Heggie, and now turned over. Here is Grinstead, Parker Grinstead with room to move. Makes a move, left side to Heggie. 
Now forward to Tepe. Tepe tackled from behind by McKee, and Mason has it back. Amaya right side. Nice job by Renneker to anticipate the pass and take the ball away. Up ahead to Tepe. Kate Tepe deflected. Renneker's got to run up the left side, but a misplay goes into the Mason bench. Renneker had room for days in front of him up the left wing, but could not corral the ball as it was coming down out of the air. Tough break for the Crusaders. Ball headed forward by Andrews. McKee lets it go all the way back to Marlowe, the deepest of the defensemen. Now Marlowe tries to make a move. He bites the dust. We play on Tepe. Up ahead, Hagee on the left side. Good defense by McReynolds. And a foul is going to be called, I believe, against Sam Hagee. And it will. So a free kick for the Comets as Hagee was behind McReynolds and tried to just basically play through him to take that ball. Free kick. Amaya tried to play off the back heel. Renneker wins it over to Grinstead. Grinstead deflected back to Andrews. He lost it. Turnover. Matt Messer trying to move forward up the left side. Amaya trying to make a move. Lawson Brandon displaced him but got too aggressive with it. A foul is going to be called on Lawson Brandon. And now Mason with a terrific opportunity here. They'll get a free kick about 10 yards outside of the 18. And it looks like Colby Kramer will take it again for the comments. He took the first one in the opening minute of the match and tried to get it to Amaya on the right side, but Amaya was called offside. Moeller giving him the 10 yards for the wall. Kramer's going to have a go at the goal, played it low, and the the wall was there. A second opportunity deflected away by Bronner. That was McKee on the second shot attempt, and it's eventually out near the midfield. Moeller trying to move forward, and Colby Kramer chases down Omer from behind, and Kramer sent it all the way back to his keeper. Now moving forward, Andrews heads it back towards the Mason net. Now left side, Sam Heggie sends it forward to nobody in particular but a black shirt. Evan Hancock takes it. Tepe trying to provide pressure late, but it's cleared away. Amaya tapped over to Messer. Now McKee. McKee evaluating. Now far left side, getting it out to Kramer. Kramer makes a move around Omer, but can't keep it in play. Muller will have a throw in. 25-30 on the clock. Lawson Brandon with a deep throw into the middle. Tepe evaluating two black shirts there, and he loses it. And a foul going to be called as Grinstead was making a play for it, was bumped from behind by Valkersell. That's the second foul he's been called for. And again, Grinstead giving the official a piece of his mind. He thought there should have been something warranted more than just a foul, maybe a card. Didn't look like anything malicious, though. And Grinstead will have another opportunity at a free kick. He's about midway between the box and the midfield line, to give you an idea. Just left of center. And the official's trying to tell the Comets where exactly to get set up. Not really much of a wall there from this far out. Brogan will be the only guy to form a pseudo wall for the Comets. Most everybody else on the right side of the box. Grinstead fades it out towards that right side. Daly is out there. Daly with a header on net. It's it's cleared away, though, by Marlowe before Ayers can get to it. Andrews at the top of the box. Now right side. Tossed in the middle by Omer, but right to Logan Ayers. Not a bad idea there by Omer as he was looking for Heggie on the back post, but Ayers was right there to intercept. Now Moeller trying to get back as Mason looks for the counterattack. Brogan right side. Bronner chases him down, and Bronner, wise move to block Brogan. Access to the ball, and it goes beyond the end line for a goal kick. 
That's a veteran move by the senior, Eric Bronner, just to get in Brogan's way and force him to let it go. Sub in for Moeller, Sam Hagee off. Logan Peters in. Peters had the lone goal five days ago at right about this stage of the first half. 22-55 he had in the win over Loveland right now. We're showing 23-30 on the clock, so maybe Coach Welker looking at the stat sheet from a week ago and figures, hmm, maybe I can change my luck here. At the midfield line, Mason. The we can't hear you chant is coming from the Moeller student section who are across the way from we are where we are. It's one of the fun things you love about high school sports is that these kids that are not on the field get into it just as if they are. Throw in left side by McReynolds and easily played by Hogan Daly. A battle for it between Morrison and McKee. And Kramer has it. It's deflected. Lawson Brandon plays it off a knee. Now back to Hogan Daly. Right side towards the top and near the bench. Bad move forward. McKee has it for Mason. Now Amaya into the middle. Messer trying to move around one man. He does. Trying to slip it to Amaya. Lawson Brandon, though. A nice job to clear it off the end line. It'll be a corner kick for the Comets. Our first of the match. But a smart move by Brandon to deny Amaya... A chance at the net. Landon Holland just recently came into the game for the Comets. Is in the senior forward. He will take the corner. Holland, a low screamer, and Collins has it for Moeller. Marlowe was trying to challenge, not much there. On the other side, trying to get ahead to Tepe. He was trying to sneak behind the defense. Mason was there, though. Tepe with a touch around one man. He stumbles, and Mason sends it back this way, and a foul is going to be called against Mason. Evan Hancock, he was the one battling with Tepe. As Tepe tried to tap it over the top and send it by him, Hancock came through with the contact, and a foul called. And they will send it back as Tepe was trying to come quickly with the free kick, and a referee says, no, sir. So Moeller tried to do that a few times in the win over Loveland, but the official lets him get organized. Tepe and Grinstead will line up the free kick. They're about 10 yards beyond the midfield line on the Mason side of the pitch. Grinstead evaluating. Everybody's on the right side, as you would imagine. We'll see if Grinstead can get one towards the net. A deep Ball on the right side, and a scrum for it eventually headed away by Mason at the moment. Lawson Brandon, though, a little deeper, takes it back for Muller. He's being harassed by Amaya. Lawson with a give-and-go action. Not a good look back to Lawson as he had a run. I tell you, John Meter would like to have that pass back because Lawson Brandon had beaten Amaya, and he was on a run towards the right side of the box. Not a good ball from Meter. Throw in, taken back by Muller. Left side, Morrison tried to get it to Peters. It's easily knocked away, though. Brandon tried with the header over Amaya. That ball is out to the Comets. Kramer will throw it in on the far side. Brandon with the header. Now touch back. Now Messer trying to come forward for Mason. Can't do it. Turnover, though, for Mason. Landon Holland trying to move it forward. Can't get right through the box as two Crusaders... Come over with the challenge, and now a whistle's going to be called. And it's going to be a kick for free kick for Moeller. Cameron Donner was trying to make a move. The Mason contingent saw Donner go down and wanted a penalty kick as he was down in the box. 
But the official says play on. Off the free kick. Renneker heads it forward. Now right side. Hogan Daly has it. He's going to try and feed it up the middle to Morrison. Easily intercepted. But taken back. McKee. McKee for Mason. Going to have a go from a long way out. And it's well over the net and actually out of the field of play. So Collins will have to take a new ball in to play this one. It's beyond the fencing out near the parking lot. Actually hit one of the pods, storage units that they have out in the parking lot out to our right behind Cal Collins. Not sure how many points he gets for setting it over the net, hitting the pod. Maybe 20 points worth in practice. Back to action. The back header looking for Morrison. Can't do it there. Mason takes it back. Andrews looking for Moeller, right side. John Meter up the right line, trying to move on Kramer. Gets around him. Actually, Kramer slips. Meter up the right side, charging into the middle. Tepe right side now and did not see the defenseman coming from behind. The ball will be sent out for a corner, though, by Moeller. What a move by John Meter as he just undressed Colby Kramer, and Kramer went down, and the Moeller contingent loved that. As a result, it was Moeller will have its first corner of the match. Grinstead lines up to take it. He goes quickly into Lawson Brandon, who was deep. Brandon going to have a run at it. Lawson Brandon, it's blocked away, though, by Evan Hancock. Nice idea by Moeller, but better defense by Hancock. The lob back to the left side of the box. And headed on right on net by Meter, and Ayers is right there, though. So a shot on goal that time officially off the dome of John Meter, but... No threat as Ayers was right there to swallow it up. Heggie has it back for Moeller. Trying to get it to Grinstead just out of his reach. And now a turnover as Moeller gets it back off the foot of Cheeseman. A collision between two men and we play on. Bronner has it deep for Moeller. The deepest of the defensemen for the Crusaders. Up ahead to Andrews. He tries to force it forward to Tepe. Tepe misplayed it. It's a turnover. Back to the Crusaders. Cameron Donner trying to move it ahead, but Andrews is there to intercept once again. Neither team really able to establish much consistently on the offensive end. A lot of battling in the midfield, and we will have a foul called as Renneker collided with Donner and knocked him down. That'll be the fifth foul called on the Crusaders. Now five apiece. Hancock will take the free kick. 17 minutes remaining here in the half, still scoreless. All the way into the box, and Collins comes and fields it easily. No threat. So thus far, two shots on goal for Moeller, one for Mason. Collins had to deflect it back toward him, had to boot it away. McReynolds. To the middle, Valkersell has a couple of fouls called on him. He gets it right side to Cameron Donner. Donner into the middle. It's headed out beyond the end line by Daly. It'll be a free kick for the Comets, and that draws a a hand from the Mason contingent. It'll be taken on the right side as the sub comes in for the Comets. Max Brogan back in to the play. Alan Kapich, the freshman, heads off. And nobody really can figure out who's taking the corner kick as we clock continues to roll as we approach 16 minutes to go in the first half. Max Brogan will eventually come get it on the right side. Brogan with the hand up and plays it in. 
A low screamer and easily played by Collins. Not a good effort from Brogan as he had everybody towards the back post and he played it right towards the front. I'm not sure if that was a miss hit or what have you, but an easily played ball for Cal Collins up ahead. Tepe dropped the pass from Grinstead. Couldn't get anything to do it. Now Andrews sneaks through. Plays it forward, but off the boot of Kramer. And no, they'll say Beater touched it last, so the Comets will have a throw. 15.30 to go in the half. Throw in and immediately deflected out by Brandon. So Mason will have another throw in. We'll just move about 20 yards downfield just across the midfield line. Brandon with the header right to Meter. In the middle, Andrews now moving forward. Grinstead behind the back by Garrett Cheeseman. Credit Cheeseman, though, staying with him. Grinstead goes down, and another foul will be called as Grinstead getting the Moeller fans cheered up. Fired up with that kind of play as he went through and around Cheeseman three times. And eventually Brogan came in and there was some contact there. I didn't see who the foul was called on. It was either Cheeseman or Brogan, but nevertheless, Grinstead will have another free kick, this time from the right side and the top side from where we are. Coach Walker screaming at his men to get in better position. Grinstead, though, going to go left side. Daly is there. Daly got some contact. On the header, but couldn't direct it towards the net. It went harmlessly beyond the end line for a goal kick. Sub coming in. John Meter will head out for Moeller and back in is Christian Omer. A good ball in from Grinstead. The best of the free kicks he's had thus far. But Daly just couldn't direct it on target. Ayers with the free kick right to Heggie. He tried to play it forward to Tepe. Couldn't do it. Andrews with the back heel touch. Tepe's forward. Kate Tepe onside. And a good challenge late and a collision between Tepe and Gabe Marlowe. And both go down. It's a corner for the Crusaders. I'm sure some Crusader fans are wondering why not a PK for Kate Tepe. It was both men colliding right at the spot of the ball. I like the no call from our referee here to let that one go. Hard play from both. So it'll be a corner on the left side this time for Moeller. Grinstead will take it. And John Meter. Back in, Christian Omer off. They like Meter's height on this, and he will go towards the back post. Grinstead. Angle it towards the back post, and nice aggressive play by Logan Ayers to come out and snatch that one out of the air. That one was curving right towards Meter on the back post, and Ayers went out and intercepted. Ayers plays it off and up towards midfield. Taken down by Brogan. He eventually taps it back to... A teammate, that's Gabe Marlowe. Now Brogan gets it back, trying to work left side against Lawson Brandon. Thought he lost it out, and they say eventually did. And a throw will be had by the Crusaders. Good battle there between Brogan and Brandon. Clouds continue to remain here at Mason High School, but still no precipitation. We hope it stays that way. Throw in from Brandon, headed by Marlowe and out. So Mason will move back, and Muller will move about 25 yards forward and try it again. Lawson Brandon will get back dubs. He tried to get a little cutesy and move a little farther beyond where he should have been throwing it in. And the referee says, no, sir, you move it right back. Brandon now is fine with the header in. Tepe was there, couldn't get it to him, though. And a header moved forward by the Comets. Scrum for it. Cheeseman back to McKee. 
Brogan into the middle. McKee again slipped, taken away by Tepe. Tepe plays it into the middle. Just a bit too much mustard on the pass of Ockersell behind the back. Now trying to move it forward. Nice job by Andrews to deflect it back as they were trying to catch Brogan sneaking behind Brandon on the left side. Brogan gets it back, though. Brogan easily displaced by Lawson Brandon. That is why he's one of the better defenders in the area. Brogan an outstanding forward in his own right and advantage Lawson Brandon that time. Mason gets it back. Kapik, who's turned back into play, sent it to the left side, but Brogan had his head moving upfield, and the ball went out. Another throw incoming for Lawson Brandon as we approach 11 minutes remaining in the first half of this scoreless match. Renneker has it for Moeller. Trying to move it up ahead to Tepe, and it's cleared out by Marlowe. Valkersell, now right side, trying to move it forward. And Mason had a chance there. The pass was out wide. If Cheeseman could have been moving up upfield with the ball instead of side to side, Mason may have a chance for a break. Instead, it's out on the far side. Right to head coach Mike Welker, and he hands it off to Lawson Brandon for Another throw. Brandon gets a quick swig of hydration. If you're right there, why not? Who could blame him? Throws it in. Grinstead battling with McKee. Good battle. This has been fun to watch those two. And McKee takes Grinstead down to the turf again. And Grinstead's looking at the official saying, what do I got to do to draw a card against these guys? That's the third time and really the last... 10 to 12 minutes that Grinstead's been knocked down and wondering what he's going to do to get, a, to get a card called and sets a foul, so he'll have another free kick on that right side. Moeller, much more space down that time. Heggy down low, and Ayers hit to come out and make a save. Heggy really stuck, snuck in there. I'm not sure what happened with the Mason defense, but Heggy came all the way through the six to have a go at it, and Ayers at the last second was able to recognize it and punch it away. Moeller has it back. On the right side, lobbing it left side. Hagee out there. Ayers went for the header. It's not there. And a foul is going to be called. And actually, no, they're going to say Hagee was offside. The flag came up late. But they'll say Sam Hagee was offside on the left side of the post. Another good idea to try and cross it that way to Hagee. But caught peeking ahead just a bit. 9-10 remaining in the half. Ayers, right to Parker Grinstead at midfield and headed in the air by a Mason Comet. And now Andrews with it. Lobs it down the left sideline. That'll go out for a throw for Mason. Cameron Donner back, sub back to the bench. Sebastian Amaya back in for Mason. McKee. At midfield, battling with Grinstead. Still a fun matchup either way. Lawson Brandon just displaces Brogan off the ball. Has it on the right side. Moves it to Grinstead. Grinstead now into the middle. Andrews, Connor Andrews with space. Andrews up ahead to Tepe. Tepe trying to move forward still. Communication between he and Andrews, but Tepe keeps possession, sends it back to Grinstead. Now right side, Lawson comes up to play it. Lawson Brandon. Moving it up, try to get it to Omer. Can't quite do it now. Chase for it. Omer can't get to it. It's sent out of play by Gabe Marlowe. 
Eight minutes remaining in the half. Muller will have it. And another throw by Lawson Brandon. About halfway into Mason territory. Brandon with a throw into Tepe in the top of the box. That's in there nearly. Hagee had a chance at it again. And Logan Ayers has to come smother it. Once again, Micah McReynolds losing track. He and Evan Hancock of Sam Hagee. And Hagee had an, almost had another opportunity to put one on net. Well, Hagee sneaky on that left side. Amaya with a nice move around a Crusader, but couldn't corral it on the next touch. Charlie Niaus has it for Moeller, but he gives it right back to Mason. Niaus trying to work it back, though, as he's battling Cheeseman. Now Amaya sending it deep to McReynolds. McReynolds moving it forward, trying to get it to Holland. Holland has it now Amaya, right side. Renneker with him, slips it past down the right sideline. Daly comes through just too strong for Holland, takes it back. Hogan Daly, left side, moves it forward to Heggie. That pass deflected as he tried to move it forward. Hagee, though, has it back, makes one man miss. Two Comets collide with each other, and Sam Hagee on the left side tries to clear it into the middle. Not a good decision there. He had Tepe in front of him on that left wing. Instead, played it in the middle. It's taken back by the Comets. Valkersell with it. Now McReynolds sends it down. Daly sends it right back. Valkersell with the header, and now Bronner plays it off the bounce, and Andrews heads it back to Hogan Daly. Now Grinstead. Grinstead evaluating behind his back. Now gets moving forward again. Hagee on the left side. Not a good feed from Grinstead. It's out for a Mason throw. 6.20 remaining in the half. John Meter heading back in for the Crusaders. Christian Omer to the bench. And for Mason, Garrett Cheeseman is out. Matt Messer back in. McReynolds with the throw. Played off of the back of Renneker and out, so Mason will move forward and throw it in again. Amaya will leave it for McReynolds as Amaya tried a quick throw, and Moeller's defense was ready. Into Valkersell. Michael Valkersell evaluating, sends it back to McReynolds. He'll scoot up across the left side. Brogan there. He and Lawson Brandon battling for it. Brogan going to chase it on the left side. Two defenders there. Tried to back tap it, but no black shirt there, and Lawson Brandon Clears it beyond the midfield line, back into Mason territory for the moment where Marlowe has it for the Comets. Now McKee trying to slip it through, and a touch by Holland into the corner. Landon Holland met by Lawson Brandon. Brandon there trying to deflect it out. Still can't do it. About a fort down in the corner. And Messer has it for the Comets. Messer with a tap to himself around Meter, and Meter now has it back off the deflection. Five minutes remaining in the half. Meter collides with McKee on the right side. Still keeps possession. Now turned over. Mason with it. McKee into the middle. Messer has it if he wants to go at it. He went for a shot from about 30 yards out, and as he went for it, he slipped. He was also challenged hard by Connor Andrews, who went sliding out to try to block it, but I think Messer just lost his footing as he went for the shot as it just went fluttering away. Moeller has it back. Renneker. That left back. Sends it forward to Tepe. Tepe trying to box out his man, but Messer's right there, and McKee as well. That ball nearly turned over. Mason still keeps it, though. And on a run is McReynolds. Up ahead, the touch pass eventually deflected onto the foot of Eric Bronner for Moeller. Daly off the chest. Moves it on the left side, trying to get it up forward to Hegging. Errant pass. It's turned over. Landon Holland. Now into the middle, Valkersell. McKee 
Trying to move it forward. Brogan's there. He'll send it back as Mason tried to get reorganized. Not the best feed back from Brogan to Colby Kramer, and Kramer lost it out. And it'll be another molar throw in just under four minutes remaining here in the first half. And still looking for our first tally here as we remain nil-nil. Brandon heaves it forward off of the body of McKee. And Mason has it for a moment. Sliding attempt by Andrews. Gets it over to Heggie on the left side. Trying to move forward to Tepe, but Hancock is right there for Mason. Now McReynolds on the right side to Amaya. Amaya taken away by Renneker. Maybe a chance for Moeller here. Tepe. Tepe's got a head of steam. Kate Tepe off left side. Renneker is there. Renneker over into the middle to Morrison. Kate Tepe shot on goal. And a nice save by Logan Ayers. Tepe kept it on the ground the whole way. It was skipping all the way to Ayers, but the senior makes a nice save. Good organization. Good run that time by the Crusaders, but Logan Ayers is right there to deny the Crusaders. He sends it away. Renneker sends it back forward to the midfield line, played down by Heggie. Try to get it left side to Tepe and plays it out of play. It'll be a throw for the Comets. McReynolds will take it. 2.35 to go in the half. Grinstead intercepts the throw. Trying to move it to the left side. Parker Grinstead splits two for a moment, and now a foul is going to be called as Bockersell intercepted the lane for Grinstead, and Grinstead just took him down from behind. So a foul against the Crusaders, their sixth. Seven called against the Comets. We're starting to get some more dueling chance between the student sections here. And that's always fun. Two minutes remaining in the half. Andrews up to Grinstead off of the free kick. Grinstead out right side. Meter with it. Try to get it into the middle to Morrison. Couldn't quite do it. Grinstead evaluating. Being held from behind by Valcrasel. No call. Renneker gambles. Trying to intercept the pass. And because he did, it forced Amaya to stop his route. And it goes out. And it'll be a throw for Mason. I'm surprised. I, I guess they're saying Renneker touched it. I didn't see any contact, and we're right above it. But the Crusaders have it back. Heggie working into the middle, trying to get out to the right side. Bugatta, that's just too long for him to chase down. He had to, about a 40-yard sprint and also had Colby Kramer in the middle. So the Mason Comets keeper, Logan Ayers, comes out and scoops it up. One minute remaining here in the first half. Moeller another tight defensive battle. Lawson Brandon in the middle, intercepts and moving forward. Brandon trying to move it left side. He has Heggie out there on the, on the left side. McReynolds working one-on-one. Heggie tried to deflect it into the box, and McReynolds instead deflects it over the end line. It'll be a corner for the Crusaders, their third. Can they get one here before the halftime horn? Grinstead will take it with exactly 30 seconds remaining. Likely to be the last threat for either side here in this first half. Grinstead, everyone just about in the box inside the six. And this one goes flying over the top of the net and beyond the opposite end line. Not a good effort there from Grinstead. And with 10 on the clock, wouldn't be surprised if Ayers just sits on this until the horn blows. And that's exactly what is going to happen. 
you can tell how good these two teams are with the way the first half has been played. Some chances here and there for either side. But so far, defense has ruled the day. We are at halftime here at Mason High School. It is the Comets and the Crusaders nil-nil here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. Enjoying tonight's broadcast but missed the first 30 minutes? No need to worry. Appointment listening for all ESP Media broadcasts can be found at soundcloud.com backslash ESP Media or subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Search for ESP Media. Appointment listening by ESP Media since 2010. Welcome back to Muller Soccer here on the campus of Mason High School tonight. Crusaders and Comets nil-nil as we are set to begin the second half. Five shots for Moeller, three on goal in the first half. Just one shot on goal for the Comets in the first half. Corners favor Moeller, three to two. Fouls, seven, six. In favor of Mason, if you want to call it that in terms of fouls. So we begin the second half, same starters for each side. Moeller in their 5-4-1 set. Mason the 4-3-3. On the far side, ball lost out of bounds to Moeller as they're moving right to left. Now in front of us, Morrison. And that cleared out. Actually, that's a change. Trevor Morrison starting the second half for Moeller. Looked like it was going to be the original starting lineup, but a late change there. Valkersell played it out, so Moeller has the throw. Jake Renneker will take it. I thought Renneker had a nice first half. Did have one foul, but all in all, Renneker's ball control at that left back side was very good in the first half. He was challenged quite a bit from his aggressive Mason forwards and midfielders with the throw into the box. It's headed outward by the Comets, and Hogan Daly will have to go back and to chase. The Mason side trying to say there was a possible handball on Max Brogan. The official says no. On the top side, ball being taken away. Well, Cade Tepe is there. Tepe, can he settle it down? Yes, he can. Tepe back heel with the left side. Cade Tepe and a save by Ayers. Tepe got a clean look at the net, and Logan Ayers Punches it over the top and out. It'll be a corner for Moeller, but a pretty move from Cade to elude a defenseman to get a left foot on the ball. Grinstead will take the corner. Moeller's fourth. Grinstead and Ayers has an easy catch of the ball. Not a bad idea as he had Andrews charging. Now the throw up ahead. Brogan trying to Get on the break, and he is taken away from by Heggie. Heggie on the left side, battling with Capic. And Morrison trying to touch it over his head. Now a backhead touch, but they'll say he was out when he played it, so it's a throw for the Comets. A golden opportunity for Cade Tepe a moment ago, but a better save by Logan Ayers. Now Colby Kramer working left side on the give and go. Lawson Brandon intercepts that one. But Mason recovers. McKee over the top. Hogan Daly has it for Moeller. Tried to back touch, and Grinstead had to come play it before Mason could. He heads it out, though, off the left sideline for a throw for Mason. 37-20 on the clock. Still, and nobody has been able to come through with that breakthrough goal. A throw in. Looked like it slipped off the hands of the Comet who threw that in there. That was Amaya, and Lawson Brandon has it for Moeller. Grinstead back to Andrews, and he'll head it forward. Morrison evaluating. Now McKee has it for Mason. 
Andrews just takes it right away from Matt Messer and sends it back towards Bronner. Now Grinstead in the midfield against McKee. Andrews sends it back to Daly. Daly up ahead to Tepe. Kate Tepe, he's got space in front. Kate Tepe through one, through two, right side. This is Grinstead. Grinstead going to lob it in towards the box and just over out of reach for the intended target, but it'll be headed out beyond the end line for another corner for the Crusaders. Grinstead was trying to hit Morrison on it and had just a bit too much loft on it. And Kramer played it out, and Grinstead will take Moeller's sixth corner of the match. Grinstead going to play this one deep towards the left side of the box. It's clearly headed away, though, easily by Capic. Brandon has it for Moeller. Lawson Brandon. Right, miss hit there, but it finds its way to Meter. John Meter. Right side, Morrison into the box. Morrison. Morrison still evaluating two comets there. Into the middle, and it's cleared away for the moment by Hancock and lifted skyward. Hogan Daly has to go out to play it, but miss hits it. So Mason will have a throw in on the molar half of the field. Now quickly get it in and try to move forward with Max Brogan down the right side. Daly is right there to play it out. And the side, side official says it's over to Moeller. The official there had a bit of a limp as he was running down the sideline. Hopefully no, no problem there. So a throw for the Crusaders five minutes into this 40-minute second half. off the knee of Alcarcel, and he has it back to Messer. Into the middle, Messer with it. Messer now going to go deep the left side to Kramer, his defenseman. Now he moves it forward to Amaya. Amaya across the way to the top of the box. It's easily headed forward, though, by Jake Renneker. Morrison with it. Now headed Back towards the Moeller side by Colby Kramer. Now Amaya on the left side. Amaya trying to get it forward. Hogan Daly, nice intercept as they were looking for Brogan sneaking down the left wing. And finally touched out last by the Comets. So Moeller throw. Brandon sends it forward. Tepe will have it. Tried to play it over to Morrison. A miss hit there as he sent it behind him, and Mason has it back. Right side, Valkersell trying to play it into the middle and just out of the reach of Brogan as he was breaking towards the box. Could have made a play on it as Bronner was out in front. But the pass just off the mark. Good idea. But not 100% accuracy. It was close, though. Daly hit, sends it forward. Morrison. Now Grinstead back to Morrison. Morrison trying to split through. Can Grinstead get through? He cannot. Messer plays it over to the right side and Micah McReynolds. McReynolds on the right side. Tried to move it forward to Capic, but it went out for a throw right at midfield. A sub coming in for the Crusaders in the form of John Meter. Christian Omer heads out. Seven minutes into the second half. Moeller with a throw right at the midfield line. Still no score. Renneker with the throw, headed straight back towards him by Valkersell. 
Daly heads it. Not the best header there from Daly, and it gives Mason possession for the moment, but Messer tried to get cutesy with the touch pass to the right side. It went out for a molar throw, and they immediately get it to Tepe on the left side. Tepe chasing and battling with Hancock, and Hancock clears it out of the sideline for a throw in deep in Mason territory. You can hear the let's go Mo chant from the Crusader student section. Heggie with a throw into Tepe. Tried it off the back of his head there to send it towards Ned, and Ayers cleans it up easily. Meter was trying to sneak in on the right side, but Ayers, Johnny on the spot once again. He'll boot this one sky high. The midfield line, Grinstead evaluating. Back to Daly. Now Andrews. Back to Grinstead. Right around the midfield logo. Left side, Renneker. Wearing one of the neon green captain sleeves. Good pass up forward to Andrews. One touch to Tepe. Tepe trying to have Now he has it left side. Grinstead. Grinstead approaching the box. Makes one man miss. Now Tepe. Just outside the box, Morrison. Morrison will have a go, and it's right on net, and Ayers bobbled it at first, but is able to smother it for the save. Meter and also Heggie were trying to come in and perhaps clean it up, but Ayers was right there to get on top of it. Good look there from Morrison from distance. You can't blame him with the space he was given. Now Kramer moving it forward for Mason, but Daly intercepts his route. Messer has it for the Comets. Now to Valkersell at midfield. He'll play it back safely to Evan Hancock. Hancock going up the right side, looking for Capic. Capic working on Renneker. Freshman against senior who wins this one, and it's advantage Renneker as he causes a deflection out for a molar throw, and he'll get it quickly into Cade Tepe. Tepe evaluating. That's Grinstead in the middle. Tried to put it up the left side. I'm not sure what Tepe was looking at there as Grinstead was charging through the middle. Ayers had a miss hit forward, but Tepe couldn't corral it. Now back into the boot of Andrews, Connor Andrews. Left side to Grinstead. Grinstead spins, works down the left sideline. Working on McReynolds. Grinstead around McReynolds. Working, trying to work through a second man as he cut, knocked down, and the official says play on. Grinstead putting his hands up, wanting a call. The official says no, we play on. Heggie tried to hit, send that forward. He'll get it back off the misplay from McReynolds. And now Renneker plays it deep into the midfield to Bronner. Bronner headed by Valkersell. Still evaluating. He'll send it back to McReynolds, who had to scramble to keep that one in play for the moment, but his attempt to move it forward sails out of play. So a throw in for Moeller. Just over 10 minutes gone by here in the second half. Still scoreless here at Mason High School. Capic heads that one out. We'll move 20 yards down the field and try it again. Interesting from the left side that Brandon doesn't come over and play the throws. He's traditionally that man, but instead Bugatta has it. He'll send it into Renneker. Renneker into the middle to nobody in particular. It's picked off, but Daly has to come through and save a potential break for Mason. It's deflected off the shoulder of Capic. And Amaya also challenging Lawson Brandon. Brandon still evaluating, loses it out over to Mason. Well done by Sebastian Amaya to earn his team possession. As Brandon had his eyes upfield and wasn't as aware as I'm sure he normally is for Amaya, 
And we'll get our first look of the, of the match from Ben Damji, the senior who has signed with the University of Kentucky, and I believe this is his first action of the season. He has a heavy bandage on his left elbow. Didn't get any word if that's the reason why he has not played until now. He had 15 goals and 11 assists a year ago for the Comets en route to a Greater Miami Conference title. Moeller has it for the moment. Tepe working up the right side. Tepe still evaluating. Four black shirts coming for him. Tepe has it to flex forward. Tepe still evaluating. Kramer knocks it out of play. It'll be a throw in for the Crusaders as he and T Kramer and Tepe have a couple of words as Tepe gave Kramer a little bit of a tug going down the field. All smiles, though. Now we're on the right side of the field, and thus Lawson Brandon has the throw. 28 minutes remaining. Moeller once again deep in Mason territory. What is it going to take to break through? Brandon, good throw into the middle. It's headed out. Moeller still has it, though. Renneker, Renneker with the left foot, left side, still keeps possession. He'll move it out and wide. Heggie tries what is essentially a corner into the middle, looking for meter, but Ayers is right there to snatch it away. Good idea on both sides. Ayers. Credited with five saves thus far. Cal Collins just one save credited, but he may have some work here. Damji on the left side working against Lawson Brandon, and Brandon easily wins that one. Displaces the ball and deflects it forward for the Crusaders. Meter. Now to Grinstead as you hear the Moeller fans chanting at Damji. I don't know that that's what you want to chant at a guy as good as he is. Moeller with it. Bugatta left side to Tepe. Couldn't get it there. Bugatta gets it back for the moment. Can he save it? Yes, he can. Now the flag comes in and says, no, he did not. Looked like we were going to play on, but it'll be a throw on the far side. For Mason, we'll have a couple of subs in. Luke Benscotter and Austin Erickson into the game. And coming out will be Colby Kramer and also Micah McReynolds. So another midfielder coming into the game for Mason. So maybe changing up their strategy just a bit. As it looks like they're going to go with four midfielders. As they've not had nearly the consistent threats on net as Moeller has. Even though Moeller employs that 5-4-1 look. Damji, left side, up ahead, trying to get it to Erickson and just too far for him over the end line, a goal kick coming for the Crusaders. Cal Collins with it. He has not really had seen a lot of action here in this second half. He'll wait for everyone to move forward. Borhorst sending away the kick and we'll also have a sub in as Bugatta comes back in for Moeller and he'll play in the right midfield spot taking the place of Meter. Collins sends it left side, looking for Hagee. Hagee heads it forward to Grinstead, but a better play to defend it forward by Ben Scotter. Mason with it for the moment, now taken back by Renneker. Renneker into the middle, right side. He has Morrison with the back heel touch. Actually, just lost control of it. Now Mason has it. Damji sends it back to Kramer. His stay on the bench didn't last long. Daly boots that one forward as Kramer tried to send it into the middle. Daly heads it forward again. A header 
and on back. Mason's still with it. Now Renneker sends it to midfield on the header. Now Messer. No one can settle this ball down as we're playing ping pong back and forth. Now Heggie has it for more on the left side. Moving forward, Grinstead. One man against two defenders. Parker Grinstead. Left side, Grinstead around one. Parker Grinstead into the lane. As he goes in, is displaced away by Evan Hancock. The Moeller side wants a PK. They won't get it. Hancock with brilliant defense as Grinstead was trying to weave his way through to get the ball on net. A foul was called on the far side, so Muller will have a free kick on the left side just outside of the box, so you can essentially treat this as another corner for Muller. Heggie will take it. I didn't see where the foul was called. The only contact and a man going down was Grinstead inside the box, and they called it outside about midway between the 18 and the sideline. Heggie with it. Grinstead charging though. Grinstead got a clean run off the back heel and into the air, and Ayers has it. Grinstead couldn't get a clean touch on it. He had to go with the back heels. It took an awkward bounce towards him. It went straight up in the air, and Logan Ayers comes through and swallows it up. He'll play it forward. Renneker trying to send it back to him. Now a header back by Valkersell. Evaluating Erickson. Left side trying to get to Kramer, and Kramer can't save it. Erickson had a little bit too much mustard on the pass, so another molar throw. And we're going to have a couple of subs in, I believe. Well, the official let him sub in. And it looks like Landon Holland's set to come in and we'll have to wait until the next stoppage in play. Lawson Brandon throws it in deep. Valkasal heads it back for Mason. Andrews now to Damji. Damji tries to clear out the right side and get a little bit of clearance. It goes into the midfield and headed forward by Bronner. Now back to Hancock of Mason. He sends it the length of the pitch down the other side. Hogan Daly down there along with Alan Capic for Mason. Off the deflection, Capic with a chance. Daly though comes and clears away. Back to midfield. Grinstead on the left side working with Heggie. Intercepted though on the pass by Luke Benscotter. Back to Grinstead. Grinstead has seen the ball a lot more on his toe today than he did five days ago in the 1-0 win over Loveland. He's had a couple of chances in deep today but not much in the way of conversion. Morrison Morrison in up ahead. Moeller's got a chance here. Heggie, right side. Grinstead, for whatever reason, let up on his run. And it was sent away. We play on, though. Heggie on the left side. Towards the corner. Going to take it in. Grinstead is there! I don't know who got the credit for the goal. Sam Heggie sent it in. Grinstead came flying through. However... The flag is up on the near side. It will not count. They're going to say Grinstead was offside on it as he came flying right through the front of Logan Ayers. So wave off the goal. I think Ayers was, was thinking Grinstead was going to deflect it off the shot from Heggie, and it didn't. It went into the net. But the side judge ruled that Grinstead was offside, even though it was a shot on goal. A tough break for the Crusaders. The official, I have to think, thought that Grinstead touched it, hence warning the offside. And Coach Welker is none too pleased with it. Moeller thought they had broken through. 
Ayers will send it deep as Comet fans breathe a sigh of relief. It's headed for Tepe. Bump from behind by Hancock. Hancock has it deflected. It goes all the way back to Ayers as Hagee was trying to chase it down. And Logan Ayers, who's been very busy this second half, will have to play another one off of a kick here. And we still have 20 minutes and change to go. Kramer can't handle it off the sky-high deflection, and it's out for a throw for the Crusaders. Lawson Brandon will have it on the near side, right at midfield. And we'll throw it in to Tepe. Tepe trying to head it to Grinstead. Nice idea. Grinstead had it for a moment, lost it. Kramer clears it to midfield. Daly heads it forward for Moeller. Now off the side foot of Morrison, Amaya with it on the right side, trying to make a move. He'll send it forward, looking for Capic, and Daly clears that one up towards the midfield line. It's deflected out, and a throw for Mason. Just now over the midway point of the second half, Crusaders thought they had one just a moment ago off the boot of Sam Hagee, but Grinstead was ruled in the box offside. I have to think he got a piece of it, or at least the side judge thought he did. And hence the goal being waved off. So Mason will have a throw. Ben Scotter trying to play it forward to Amaya, can't do it. They keep possession though for the moment. Messer looking, cleared away by Christian Omer who's back into the field for Moeller. Tepe tried to go a little toe tap, heel touch to move forward, and a foul is called. And I think we're going to get a card here, and we are. A yellow called on Luke Benscotter. As Tepe tried to make a move around him, and it looked like Benscotter just yanked him down. And Benscotter, he will be immediately subbed out in favor of Micah McReynolds. Renneker will take the free kick. He'll have plenty of space to move it downfield should he choose to do so. No Mason Comet really within about 20 yards. Waiting for the official to mark down the scoring in his book. Luke Benscotter with the yellow for Mason. At about the 61-minute mark. Whistle to resume play. Renneker into the middle. Tepe off the side, and a foul is going to be called as Tepe was pushed down from behind by Austin Erickson. And what a golden opportunity here for the Crusaders. They're going to have a free kick about seven yards outside of the box and straight away at the goal. So the official will move the Comets wall about two yards into the 18. It's a tough area to navigate this because there's so little space with which to operate. Tepe and Grinstead line up for the free kick. Moeller will put a couple of guys in the wall, or at least they're trying to. Andrews and Morrison trying to line up inside, and the officials say, no, you can't do that. So Andrews will move over to the right side. They can't get organized. 
Now Renneker trying to move in. Grinstead and Tepe. At the spot of the free kick. Tepe lining to take it up off his right foot. If Grinstead takes it, it'll be off his left. Who will take it? Tepe will. It's deflected and over the bar. A good effort by Kate Tepe, but a nice job by Evan Hancock to get a piece of it and send it over the bar. It'll be a corner for the Crusaders. They're sixth. Grinstead will take it from the far side this time as Omer is sent off on the sub. Bugatta back in. Hogan Daly also down deep in the box. Grinstead gets the whistle at 17.05 to go. Grinstead allowed. This is a playable ball, and Ayers is right there to field it again out of the air. A couple of Crusaders there, but another nice job by Logan Ayers to catch it at its high point before any Crusader can come make a play on it. Ayers will throw it left side to Kramer. Now to Damji. Ben Damji. Sends it out. Damji listed as a forer, but has been playing much more in the midfield today. Throw in off the noggin of Tepe. Damji collides with a Crusader on the near side. Bugatta. Bugatta went down. We play on. Headed forward. Now Hancock moves it forward for the Comets, trying to move it ahead. He had Holland for a moment, but couldn't quite get the, the touch forward. Damji plays it into the middle. Holland. Now Renneker with it for Muller. Misplayed and taken back by McKee. McKee left side, and Bugatta intercepts. Daly, bit out of position. He's up towards the top of this formation this time, but they clear it forward. Grinstead coming down the right side. Parker Grinstead comes up lame, holding his calf muscle, and you hope it's nothing more than just a cramp. He had a run on Colby Kramer, but instead goes down and grabbing at that Calf, left calf and looking to stretch it out. It looks to be nothing more than a cramp. It is muggy out here today. Temperatures not too bad. Mid-70s, I would say. But they'll stop the clock with 15.30 to play. And uh, Grinstead looks like he will get up. Yeah, the sun not a factor in this one from the start of the match. We're, we're fully under the lights now. And neither myself nor Rob Ebel had to bring the sunscreen today. I think at last check, Rob, Rob's SPF, he told me just a few moments ago my ear was 50. I'm still working in triple digits. Maybe it'll be different this coming Saturday when we head north to Toledo when Moeller takes on St. Francis de Sales. Another 7 p.m. kickoff right here on ESP Media. Could also see some snow. You never know as you head towards the Great Lakes. You'd hope not for late August, but Mother, Mother Nature has her own ideas most of the time. So Grinstead's going to slowly walk off under his own power, not being helped off by anybody. So hopefully just get some fluids back in him, and he'll be back on the pitch. He has been a strong offensive catalyst today for Moeller, as you would expect. for the future Ohio State Buckeye and last year's Division I Co-Player of the Year. So off of the in injury, as you expect, 
It's thrown back towards the Mason net, and Ayers has it. And he'll play it sky high. Spinning towards the, the top side here near the Muller bench. And Hagee had it, lost it, now taken by the Comets, trying to split through. Renneker knocked it his way for a moment, now into the midfield. The back touch by Andrews, trying to play it forward, and he goes sliding down. A, a foul is called against Messer. Not much contact there. It looked like, if anything, Andrews just lost his balance, and Messer just happened to be there. For, but the foul is called. That's the 11th foul against the Comets. Omer with it. Had a bit of space. Couldn't play the, the lob off his chest very well. Hagee had it for a moment. Lost it. Taken away by McReynolds. Ball deflected forward by Tepe. Omer. Not good spacing between the two. And the Comets have it back. McKee's going to send it on the left side to Lawson Brandon. Damji had already pulled back on his run. Damji now looks like he's moved up to the forward spot on the left side. Trying to get it to him was Gabe Marlowe. But it was sent out of play right in front of the Comets bench. 14-10 to play, still nil-nil. Sub coming in for the Comets. Derek Legault, senior defender, he'll be in for the first time today, taking the place of Evan Hancock. Hancock will get a nice hand as he heads off. And a high five from his head coach, Mike Combs. Brandon will be ready for the throw as we're under 14 minutes to play. Damji got a matchup with Tepe. That ball is deflected backwards towards the box by Marlowe. And now as he tried to set it forward, Bogata had it bang off of his knee and beyond the end line. So a goal kick for the Comets. Both teams backing up giving Ayers plenty of space. Remains to be seen if Parker Grinstead returns to the game. Went out before, grabbing at his left leg. Looked to me nothing more than a cramp. We'll see if he can get back in. As we resume play, Renneker battling for it on the top side with Messer. Advantage Renneker for the moment, but it's cleared by Valkersell. Damji taken down from behind by Lawson Brandon. And it looks like it will be just a common foul. Thought that was going to be a key matchup today. And quickly off the free kick, Kramer has it. Going to play it into the box on the right side. It's there and headed on net. Brogan had to header, but Collins was right there. I tell you, Brogan, I think, got away with one there as he just shoved Renneker right in the back to give himself space. But Cal Collins has to make a save just his second of the match. 12 minutes remaining. Mason has it on the sideline for a throw in as Heggie couldn't corral it up that left sideline. Moving it up. Renneker in between himself and his man, Michael Valkersell, and forces the, the touch out of bounds by the Comets, so another molar throw. Heaving it forward to Heggie, plays it between the wickets. Now it's deflected into the midfield, and Connor Andrews. Andrews moves it forward, has Morrison. Trevor Morrison evaluating. Or on the right side, out from behind, and not a good pass forward. No, Andrews plays it off the deflection. 
Andrews to Tepe. Tepe wants to run. Tepe, those neon orange sneakers, set, feels it on the right side. Can Bugatta chase it down? He cannot. Kramer plays it out the sideline for a throw. And they'll say, no, Bugatta touched it last. The official was pointing one way, then changed it the other way, as I think Kramer sold the call. 11 minutes remaining here in Mason. Kramer with the throw to Damji. Ben Damji working against Lawson Brandon. That time Brandon takes it back. Bugatta loses it out, but it's deflected by Damji for a throw for the Crusaders. And a sub coming in now for Moeller. And heading out is Charlie Niehaus, the freshman. And coming in for Moeller is J.D. Marshall, the, the freshman. Thought it for a minute it might have been Parker Grinstead, but it's not. Grinstead, though, is up and moving. I can see him from here. And it looks like Grinstead is about to re-enter the game. So that's good news for Moeller as we have just over 10 minutes to play. Brandon, good deep throw to the top of the box. It's played back by Renneker. He'll have space for a moment. Renneker tried to send one in. It's deflected off of the shoulder of Valkersell and out on the far sideline for a Moeller throw. Quickly in to Renneker. Deflected out and another throw in. And looks like we'll have another throw in on the far side. Heard the whistle blow. I thought we were going to have a Grinstead return for the Crusaders. And the clock has stopped momentarily. And it looks like we might have an injury. It was Valkersell. Thought he played it off his shoulder when it deflected. It looks like it might have played off his midsection, actually, and he's holding his ribs as he heads off. He's jogging off, though, but I think because of the contact there, the official says he needs to head off for a moment and get him, get everything looked at. And Max Brogan will take his place. And Parker Grinstead does indeed return for Moeller. He'll replace J.D. Marshall. So a good sign for Moeller here with less than 10 minutes to go. Hagee with the throw to Renneker. Renneker once again, plenty of space. Renneker around one. Jake Renneker still with a run. Renneker tried to shot. It was deflected by McKee. Renneker takes it back. Hagee on the left side, challenged by Capic. Hagee makes a move towards the side and it's deflected away and taken back by Legault. Legault trying to send it forward, but Eric Bronner is there for Moeller to head it right back. Mason has it again. Damji. Damji with a curling pass up ahead on the right side. Alan Capic is there. Capic met by Renneker. Capic trying to make a move, going towards the sideline, and Renneker with a nice job to a slide tackle displacement and sends it out off the sideline for a throw. Good action on both sides there between the freshman and the senior, but Renneker gets the upper hand this time. It'll still be a Mason throw deep in Moeller territory with nine minutes remaining. And still, nobody has broken through. Off the throw and back into the box and well high and wide. As the shot attempt was taken deep on the right side by McReynolds and he sent that one well wide of the goal. So a kick coming for Cal Collins. Collins sends it deep to left side to Hagee at midfield, but before he can get there, it's touched by Capic and out for a throw. 
Hagee will try a quick throw into Grinstead, who's back in with the touch. Went down as he was t- tripped from behind by Legault, so it'll be a free kick for Moeller. Tepe with eight minutes on the clock. Trying to move a teammate forward. Get some more pressure at the top of the box. Tepe now looking to the sideline to Coach Welker, asking where do you want this ball? And it looks like they're going to say put it over the top. Tepe does just that to the back post. Andrews is there, but deflected down. Attempted shot by Morrison, not there. It was blocked, and Morrison holding his knee as they go back the other way. Damji to the left side, Amaya. Amaya has space as Brandon hustles back to meet him. Amaya sends it back to the right side, looking for Damji. He'll go into the deep corner, and he will play it. Met by Daly. Now a second one coming in. Hagee. It's deflected right to Cal Collins. It looked like Damji was trying to play it off of Daly and try and get a corner, but Daly avoided the contact, and Collins scoops it up. And down here, still in front of the Mason goal, Trevor Morrison still down. Ayers checks on him as Morrison went for the shot. Not sure if he contacted somebody, banged knees or what have you, or just the force from which the ball was deflected off of his leg caused him to come up in a bit of pain. So he'll walk off under his own power, though, and he'll be replaced on the field by Liam Horvath. I believe it's the first time we've seen Horvath on the pitch today. It is. 7.09 on the clock. And with the injury to a Crusader, the official telling, giving a a word to Cal Collins. Wouldn't be surprised to see if Collins just sends this one deep. He will. It'll be played. And Horvath eventually comes away with it for the Crusaders. Renneker trying to get Cheeky down the left sideline with Grinstead. It's sent out. Smart play by Legault. Muller again with a quick throw. Tepe back to Hagee. Heggy left side. Back heel touch. It's not there, though, and taken away by Kapik. Kapik now moves it forward. Up to Messer. Messer's pass to the middle is deflected. Taken by Horvath. Liam Horvath off a second touch. Maybe trying to do a bit too much with it. Lost it for the moment. Still batting forward. Horvath wins it back. Liam Horvath. Now the left side. Not a good pass. He was trying to get Heggy. McReynolds intercepts. McReynolds up ahead and... Too far ahead for Capic on the right side. Collins goes to get it as we have 6.15 remaining in this contest. Collins, a floater to midfield. Played off the head of McKee to the right side. Now deflected forward and sent forward by McReynolds. Andrews plays it, not the best play forward. McKee heads it to his left. Now Kramer sends it to the right side. Not sure what that was other than a total miss hit from Colby Kramer. He sends it out on the right side. It'll be a throw for the Crusaders. Liam Horvath out for Moeller and Charlie Niehaus, the freshman, back in. 5.30 to go. Triangle action, Renneker. Up to Grinstead. Not the best touch to the left side to Heggy. It's deflected out, though, for a molar throw. Bockersell tried to get 
Cutesy and steal a possession for his team. The officials won't have it, so Heggie will throw it in again. Niehaus going into the left corner with it. Charlie Niehaus off the back heel. It's taken away by McReynolds. Sent forward to Hogan Daly. He plays it to Andrews. Miss hit there. And now sent well down the pitch by Legault. Bronner has to head it back. Neither team can really settle in with possession. Niehaus sends it forward, and a foul is going to be called on Gabe Marlowe with 4.42 remaining. And I think Marlowe is going to get a yellow, and he is. He went charging at the ball and just played right through the body of Niehaus. So Ben Scotter and Marlowe, two defensemen for the Comets, each with yellow. And Ben Scotter will return to the match. And I think he took the place of Marlowe. So a free kick coming for the Crusaders. They're about 10 yards inside Mason territory. Marlowe went out. He was trying to immediately come back in, and the official says no. And I think he has to wait for a sequence here before he can go back in, and even head coach Mike Combs with a laugh at that. Off the free kick. Into the middle of the box. It's headed away for the moment. Oh, Tepe with it. Trying to tap back. Kate Tepe has it. Shot on goal, but not much on it. But before he takes a shot, a foul is called, I believe, on Amaya. And so another free kick will be coming for the Crusaders. This time about 10 yards outside of the box, really from the same spot they had one a few minutes ago, and Tepe had it deflect over the bar. Maybe just a few more yards out. Grinstead this time will be by his lonesome to take the free kick with 4.10 to go. The wall gets set just inside the 18-yard marker. Parker Grinstead. What a key moment here. Grinstead on goal, deflected, and Daly had a golden opportunity to put the deflection home but could not corral it. It one-hopped into the body of airs right out in front, and Hogan Daly just couldn't get organized to put one on net. It was deflected out for a goal kick. Another terrific opportunity for the Crusaders, unable to be capitalized upon. Three and a half minutes to go, and the Comets breathe another sigh of relief. As Ayers has to come up with another save, that's his sixth. Andrews, Connor Andrews, trying to go to the left side. Renneker on a run down the left side, has it on a beautiful feed from Andrews. Renneker in the corner, though, lost it out. And it looks like it will stay with Moeller on the throw. And Renneker wants to get a run at the this throw here, but has to move some equipment out of the way. 2.45 to play. As Hogan Daly comes down from his defender spot, he and Sebastian Amaya already tangled for to throw into the box. Is headed backwards and nearly an own goal for Mason as Derek Legault sent it back towards his own net and just went by the left post. It'll result in a corner for Moeller, a dangerous play for the Comets. As Ayers had to go chasing. It'll be the seventh corner for the Crusaders. Heggie will take this. 
It's curling into the middle. It's all the way through and a chance in. Saved away by Ayers. Still in the box and clear away by the Comets. And a Crusader nearly had a chance at it. Now we have an injury as Colby Kramer is down in the box. Logan Ayers with another spectacular save. Off of a ball that got all the way through to the left post. But Moeller could not put it in. In the second attempt, Bugatta was there. He and Kramer collided and sent Kramer down. He's up, though, and has jogged off the field now. He'll be replaced by Ben Scotter. So under two minutes remaining, Moeller has a throw to the top side of the field, to the right of the net. Renneker going to get a running start, and he'll throw it in. Andrews plays it back, and he is called offside. The throw from Renneker really guided Andrews toward the end line as I think they were trying to get into Andrews and have him touch it back to Renneker. 100 seconds to go. And Kramer immediately returns for Mason. Ben Scotter back to the bench. 130 on the clock. Ayers will send it deep. Can either team get anything on net in the last now 80 seconds with 120? Amaya heads it forward towards the other end, and Bronner is there, and he'll clear the way as Collins will come get it. Collins sees the clock, and he will send it forward to try and make something happen. Heggie, in front of his own bench, has to head it backwards, back into the field of play. Tepe battling for it. He and Messer. It comes back, though, to Marlowe. Marlowe to midfield. As Amaya comes and knocks down Connor Andrews from behind, Andrews is arguing for a card. It won't happen. Right at midfield, 45 seconds on the clock. And Andrews waves off Bronner, and Andrews will take the free kick. 40 seconds remaining. Andrews getting guys organized, wants Daly to move to the right. And Niehaus to move to the left. Maybe the last chance. Andrews lobs it down. It is there and hit it back by Mason. Amaya now will send it out and deep with 22 on the clock. Bronner. Left side now to Renneker, 15 on the clock. Messer, touch forward to Amaya. Amaya with a perhaps one final run. Damji trying to get it over to Damji. Up forward and Collins comes through and scoops it up. And that looks like it will do it. Boy, another terrific matchup between two of the better teams in Cincinnati. Both teams had their chances. Muller had more than their fair share of chances. Seven to one shots on goal and a terrific performance by Logan Ayers in net for the Mason Comets. And because of his efforts, the Comets are able to get out of here with a point. So with that, our final score, Muller zero, Mason zero, and an entertaining matchup here at Mason High School. Our next Muller broadcast comes two nights from now as we head up Interstate 75 to Toledo, where the Crusaders take on St. Francis to sales. We'll have all the coverage for you right here on the Moeller Broadcast Network. But for now, I'm Jason Griefer. Thank you so much for joining us. A great matchup here today. We end in a scoreless tie from Mason High School. You've been listening to Moeller Soccer here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. <laughs>